When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Are you kidding me? You are looking loud. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. What's up? What's up? Winning cures everything. Here with that sweet music. That's right. That's right. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. This is the college football gambling picks segment of the show. We got a lot to discuss. I went five and three last week, made $48.28. Not as good as I was hoping for. I felt really confident last week. Uh, you went three and one, made $152.27. So as we stand on the season, I am 10 and 15. I'm down $353.99. That is minus 7.08 units. You are 9 and 8, but you are minus $31.82, and that is minus 6.64 units. That's, so, what, that's what the juice does to you. Yeah, it'll kill you. It'll kill you. You got a positive record and losing money. That's the way this thing works. That's why we set it up this way this year. Just saying. Just saying. Steve F. went 9-1 and one in the Pick'em Contest last week. He won a Tunica prize pack. You can do the same. Go over to winningcureseverything.com. Go up into the Football Picks Contest section. It's right there on the top of the page. You pick 10 games against the spread. You put your name and your email in there. And if you win, I will hit you up. You can also check the spreadsheet from the last however many weeks. It'll be a good time. You can see exactly what you've picked. We've had about 100 contestants, 100 entries uh, each week so far. Uh, second week, we had like 175 or something. I mean, it's, it's been really good. Really, really good. And you guys have been killing it. So continue to do so. Share that thing out with your buddies. Go in. enter. It's free to play. Yeah. Takes, uh, takes just a few minutes. Yeah, a couple of minutes. It's right there on the website. You just click through multiple choice. Easy peasy. Lemon friggin' squeezy. That was cheesy as hell. I'm never going to say that again on this, on this show, ever. Ever. Uh, but yeah, go over to the Pick'em Contest. Do that thing. You can always subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Leave a comment. Tell us what your picks are for the week. We want to know what you're thinking, what these lines are saying to you. We're going to tell you what we think. Uh, normally, week four, week five is about when we start to hit our stride, when we start to, to really pile on the money. Uh... I don't know how much I like these lines this week, but I, I feel okay about some of them. Uh, next week might be might be where it's at. We'll see. Maybe not this week, but 
Who knows? I do feel good about some of these. Anyway, go over to winningcureseverything.com. Hit subscribe on the YouTube. Hit subscribe on Apple Podcast, whatever your favorite podcast app is, and please leave a nice review. <sighs> Man, all the way through that, we are three minutes and 15 seconds in. You ready to get rolling? Thank you, Tunica, for sponsoring the uh, show. <laughs> we really appreciate it. You can follow them at tunicatravel.com. For those of you that don't know, we recorded this on Tuesday nights, pretty close to midnight, roundabout. Um, so yeah, I'm struggling. But we we going to get there. We're going to get through this. We got TJ Reeves coming on the show later on, so listen all the way through the end. He's got some uh, some underdog picks for you. We'll talk the, uh, the big games and whatnot with him. Uh, make sure you check out the NFL Gambling Picks podcast as well. Let's jump in. I'm going to start us off. You start us off. The Kentucky Wildcats are going to the Mississippi State Bulldogs. They will be in Starkville on Saturday. I've got Kentucky plus seven. Kentucky 5-0 and straight up the last five seasons after playing Florida. Mississippi State's quarterback, Tommy Stevens, does not look right. He is day-to-day right now with an injury. Even though he came in and played last week, they still had to pull him out because he has got something wrong. Even if he plays this weekend, I think that going against this Kentucky defense is going to be rough stuff. Kentucky, the way that their players are talking, the way that everything around that program is right now, they seem pissed after that loss to Florida. They should have won the ball game, and they didn't. Mississippi State's defense, not nearly as good as they were last year. Uh, the fact that this line is at seven right now, and it will likely move down, I would imagine. It, I, I would imagine. The only thing that I don't like about this is this rivalry. The home team has always won pretty big for the most part. Uh, it's always the home team that wins. But I, I think at some point, trends and streaks like that meant to be broken. I think this is the year. I like Sawyer Smith. I think Kentucky uh, finds a way to at least keep this game within about a field goal or so. I think they can win the game. Um, but plus seven just seemed like way too many. Give me Kentucky for 50 bucks at minus 110. Going to New Jersey for my first pick. Boston College on the road after Kansas came in there and put a butt whooping on them. Now, I really like taking teams that overlook somebody, get beat up pretty bad, get embarrassed. Then next week, I think they have one of the best weeks of practice. I don't think they're overlooking anybody. Steve Adazio is going to have this BC team ready, and they are going to take no prisoners going to Rutgers. Rutgers is a bad football team. They're a bad football program. This this line, if, if Boston College doesn't get beat last week, this line is a 20-point line oh yeah no question about it it is seven and a half right now and the juice is even money i'm gonna put a hundred dollars on bc that's a hundred dollars on bc i mean a hundred bucks on bc a hundo to win a hundo i don't get down with it i can get down next game up for me colorado going to arizona state now, the Sun Devils coming off a massive win in East Lansing. Things are looking good for the program. Obviously, you guys understand how much I like Jaden Daniel. That kid is ridiculous. Colorado won this game last year. Arizona State only had two Pac-12 games that were not within one touchdown. One was against Oregon State. The other was against an injured Utah where the quarterback and the running back both went out. The defense was having problems, all sorts of mess, right? But everything else was within one score, was within a touchdown. Arizona State, after that big win, 
Colorado State is coming off of, you know, a, a soul-crushing loss in overtime. To Colorado. Air, uh, oh, yeah, what did I say? Colorado State. Sorry. Right. Colorado. Keep rolling. Either way. Well, both of them lost last week. Yeah. But Colorado, just bad loss to Air Force at home last week. Redemption game. This is a prime spot, right? Colorado coming off the loss. You got to pick yourself up off the mat. Arizona State feeling a little maybe too good about themselves coming back home. I like Colorado in this spot. Give me the Buffalo plus eight. I got 50 bucks on it at minus 110. Going to Missouri. Another road team. I got South Carolina. Plus nine and a half, minus 110 for 50 bucks for you, Gary. Your paperwork. Um, 50 bucks. At Missouri. Now, Missouri's looked really good after that week one loss to, to Wyoming. Okay? That's true. South Carolina is a tough football team. Missouri's look good against nobodies. Right. South Carolina has played a pretty dis- difficult schedule to this point. And I think they look really good. Um, I think Muschamp thought a couple of things that, that, that went against them in the Alabama game to at least let them in that game. They stayed with them. They stayed close the whole game. And, and they fought you know, real hard. Alabama's just a completely different beast. Missouri? Missouri's not that beast, okay? No. They can put up points in bunches. But but Missouri is not going to give any type of fits uh, whatsoever the way the way Alabama did. Um, Will Muschamp, uh, Ron Helinski. Uh, I knew I was going to butcher that. Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> just this kid, this kid looks like he's going to be a star. Oh yeah. I mean the, the 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 SEC is in good hands. This is a a a freshman that is not afraid to go out there and and face anybody in the country. I mean he stood toe to toe with Bama. And that was that was that's maybe the best in the SEC. Yeah, Missouri's not going to be that. I'm catching nine and a half points. I, I love love South Carolina. I am I am with it. All right, next up for me, Washington, the Washington Huskies, going to the BYU Cougars. BYU coming off two overtime wins back to back. I just there, it's way too many. Um, way too many big games in a row. They had the Holy War on opening night of college football. Then they travel to Tennessee, get a big-time win. They come back home. They beat a top-25 USC team. At some point, your body's just going to kind of give out a little bit. Washington, after losing that game to Cal, I think they are on a mission. I think Jake Eason finds a way to get this thing done. Washington, look, I get it. One and five in their last six as a road favorite. But BYU, before that win last week, they were 0 and 4 in their last four as a home dog. Like 0 and 4 against the spread as a home dog. They had not even been able to cover. Um, BYU, I mean, three straight Power Five opponents with two of them going to overtime. I think Washington goes in and gets this done. I think they lay down the hammer. I like the Huskies in this spot. I think Jacob Beeson is able to throw the football uh, a lot more successfully than even Keaton Slovis was. And and Slovis was able to move the ball. He was able to put up numbers and, and everything else. I like the Huskies here. Give me Washington minus six. I'm putting $75 on it at minus 110. So I'm going to Chicago's Big Ten football team. Northwestern. They got Mississippi State coming in, or Michigan State, sorry, coming in off of a, a pretty tough loss in East Lansing. And uh, I think Michigan State is going to be fired up. 
I think they're going to be upset, and I don't think it matters because I don't know that how pissed off they are. They're not going to play a Big Ten team all year outside of Rutgers that they're going to be able to just be double-digit favorites on. Yeah. This is nine and a half points. I, I saw this line. I thought, what in the hell is going on? I mean, what did I miss? And then when you go to sites like Vegas Insider, it, originally early in the week, it was the majority of people still piling on Michigan State. Do they know something I don't know now? No, it's, it's leveled out. It's, it's leveled it's, out. It's, it's even now. It was 70, yeah, something, 80%. 70%. And it just, I don't understand it. Look, Northwestern, they're not the 10-win the team that we thought they were going to be before the season. Okay, And I don't think they're going to compete for the Big Ten title like we thought before the season. But they're not just some punk where you're just going to come into their house and beat them by 10. I don't see that happening. Not, not this Michigan State team. Not them. Okay, Maybe somebody else might do it. But it won't be these guys. Give me Thank Northwestern. You. Give me 75 bucks on them. And give me all of it. I, I love Northwestern this week. That's exactly what I had on it. 75 bucks. Let's go. Right there. I'm, I'm doing the same thing. Same thing as Chris, Northwestern plus nine and a half, $75 at minus 110. Northwestern covered and won four of the last five as an underdog to Michigan State. That's right. They have been an underdog five times to Michigan State. They won four of them outright. I, I don't that understand is, why Northwestern is still not getting any respect. Michigan at all. State, four and six overall, three and seven against the spread in their last 10 as a road favorite. They don't cover lines as a road favorite. No. Uh, so I'm I'm all over Northwestern on this spot. I, I think I think Hunter Johnson has a pretty good day. I, I think he does as well. I think they can't run on him, but Michigan State's defense is just suffocating. But I think they can throw on him. And then the other thing is, you can't beat somebody if you don't score. And I think Northwestern's defense is pretty damn good. Yeah, they Michigan State has yet to play a defense that's good, and they can't score against the bad uh, defenses. Arizona State's defense is really good. Okay, really good. I'm telling you. Okay. That's, I mean that that is that's like number seven defense of the. I mean just we we played th- we played three games and I I bet they played one good team that was Michigan State and Michigan and we know State's what their offense, offense is terrible. So okay. call call me at the end of the season and we'll see whose defense is ranked better. It might be they they could easily be and I'd be wrong on that. I I will I will take my chances with the team that I've chosen in this and we'll see what happens at the end of the year. Okay, All right. I'll uh, I'll go on and and since I have more than you, I'm gonna go ahead and do one more. I've got Washington State against UCLA. This is up in the Palouse. This is uh, this is in Pullman. Minus 18 and a half against the Bruins. UCLA 0-3 against the spread this year. They are the number 110 most efficient offense in the country out of 130 teams. The number 92 most efficient defense out of 130 teams. That... By the way, in case you're trying to figure all that out, that means they're really, really bad. Really bad. Washington State, number seven offense. Now, only the number 86 most efficient defense. Doesn't matter on defense because I don't think that UCLA can score, right? Um, Washington State, six and one in their last seven as a double-digit home favorite against the spread. They're seven and two against the spread in their last nine against Pac-12 competition up in Pullman. Uh, they did not cover against Cal. They did not cover against Washington in those last nine. That's it. UCLA is neither Cal's defense nor Washington's just football team and coaching, right? I love Washington State here. I think they put it on UCLA. I think Mike Leach wants to prove a point against Chip Kelly. I like this spot. Give me the Cougars minus 18 and a half. 
I'm putting a hundred dollars on it at minus one ten. It's a lot of points. That's I, we we both love Mike Leach. Yeah. My next pick. Central Florida last week made Stanford just look bad. I mean, god awful. Now Stanford came to their house. This week Central Florida's going to Pitt. And I don't think Pitt's very good either. All right. The people that I do think are good, I, I think I think Josh Heupel, really good coach. Proven to be able to hold his own in this conference, in college football, hang with anybody. Dylan Gabriel. That's a freshman quarterback that has looked spectacular. There is no more who's the quarterback, who's going to get this job, who's getting these reps. It's his job. And I think he's going to go up to Pitt, and I think he's going to whip their butt. I think they are making statements when they play these Power 5 teams. Not a lot of Power 5 teams will play them. When one does, they are whipping their butt. It's minus 12. I don't care. Minus 12 is a lot of points. A lot of points. I'm, I'm curious about that game. Do you think Pitt's a better football team than Stanford? Because they beat the hell out of Stanford. No, but that was going down to Orlando. That was just a weird situation, right? Okay. I, I, no, okay. I don't think that Pitt is better than Stanford. So the weather's going to be nice for both teams. It's going to be 50, crisp autumn day probably in Pittsburgh. Okay. I don't think it'll be 50. But I don't, I, don't know that, I don't know that that hurts Central Florida. No, I don't think it does either. I just... It, Man, now you've seen Pitt's offense. Do you think Pitt can score on this team? I don't know that they can. I don't think this UCF defense is is great. Well, they were pretty good against Stanford. Yeah, I, man. I, look, I'm staying away from the game. Okay, I'm staying away from it. I got a hundred dollars on the, it. So. The metrics have got it as more like an eight point game. That's fine. Um, which really surprised me. That's fine. Really surprised. I could me. be I just, wrong. I didn't know what was going on there, and I just I said, okay, I'll just. So, because they, again, had a really big spot for UCF last week, and now they got to go travel on the road to another Power Five team, and you got to get up again emotionally for it. And I just now I do think that they're better than Pitt. I mean, they destroyed them last year, but I don't know. It, I'm I'm staying away from that one, and I will let you have it all day long. Next game up for me. You love when I do these. Troy, traveling to Akron, Ohio. And I know that you like them, right? Troy minus 17. They are a big-time favorite here. Number 26 offensive efficiency team, Troy is. They have put up 42.5 points on average in their two games this year. Scored 42 against uh, uh, Southern Miss, who we both know has a pretty damn good defense. Yeah, I like Southern Miss, yeah. That's impressive. Put up up 43 in their first game. Held the the FCS team they played uh, basically nothing. Uh, their defense did not look so good against Southern Miss. The biggest thing was special teams. They could not stop that kick returner for nothing. They gave up 47 points at home. I think they come out pissed off. Akron, number 129 in offensive efficiency, number 99 in defensive efficiency. Akron, 2-6 and six against the spread in their last eight as an underdog. They have not covered in the back half of 2018 and in 2019. This is a bad football team. What do you do against bad football teams? You bet against them. Troy, as only a 17-point favorite, I think they absolutely slammed the door on these guys. I think they win by three, four touchdowns, probably closer to four touchdowns. Uh, I think they come out and prove a point, get back up off the mat, give me the Trojans minus 17 for 50 bucks going on the road. 
And then you got one more. My last bet. Last bet. Going back to Austin, Texas. I've done well in Austin so far. <laughs> Oklahoma State coming in town. Fighting Mike Gundy's. Mike Gundy does not like Tom Herman. No. Mike Gundy does not like Texas. Mike Gundy is not afraid of Texas at all. I think he's going to go down there. I think he's got a really good chance at winning this football game. And I'm going to take all five of these points. I got $50 minus 110 on Oklahoma State. And I think they can take off the W. I really do. I know Oof. that's crazy. And I know Texas fans are going to hate it. But he's won four out of the last five straight up. I, he's he's, 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 won, covering he's won four straight. Four straight. He's won right. five out of the last six. That's right, yeah. So he's won yeah. five out of the last six. You're right. He's won four in a row. I think he's got a – and I think this Oklahoma State team is better than the last three Oklahoma State teams yeah. that beat Texas. I think he's just got this team's number. I don't know what it is. He can't beat Oklahoma, but he seems to find a way to beat Texas. And I'll yeah. get a five-point lead before the game starts. I'm taking it. I'm just taking it. My last bet. I'm – Wary of this one because it it opened as a pick'em. It immediately jumped to Cal minus one. Now it is at Cal plus two in Oxford against Ole Miss. It's an 11 a.m. game. It's going to be hotter than who knows what. It's going to feel like you're walking through a mouth down there. Humidity, 98 degrees or 98 percent, whatever it is. Uh, Cal has covered six straight as a road underdog. They are 7-2 against the spread with four straight-up wins in their last nine as an underdog overall. Uh, Wilcox knows how to play the spoiler role. Ole Miss, I think that if Nick Starkle had played for the entire ballgame for Arkansas, I think Ole Miss would be 1-2 and two right now as opposed to 2-1. and one. Okay. They were going to win last week, but they did not look good against their FCS competition, Southeast Louisiana, last week. They gave up 29 points. Now, I don't think that Cal's offense is great by any means. But I don't, I still don't think Ole Miss is very good. I don't think they got the players, and I think that Cal's defense will find a way to win this ballgame. I'm going to take the two points just because. You know, with the money line, it's really... Well, yeah, it's too small. It's too small. So give me the two points just in case something crazy happens. Uh, but I'm going to put 50 bucks on Cal plus two at minus 110. And now, and you're done, right? I'm done. I got a money line parlay like I've done every week. We hit last week. I got another one for you. Come on. Georgia... Is minus five fifty over Notre Dame, Oregon minus three ninety at Stanford, Florida minus six hundred against Tennessee, Troy at Akron is minus nine hundred, Temple at Buffalo is minus five fifty. All of that combined is plus one twenty two. If you're just picking winners, I'm gonna put twenty five bucks on it plus one twenty two to pay out thirty dollars and fifty two cents. I love it. I love it. I love it. Give me that money line parlay. Give me that sweet sweet nectar. That's going to wrap up the show. We're going to discuss some of the bigger games with our buddy TJ Reeves right now.
All right, we got TJ Reeves in with us from the Three Dog Thursday podcast. He joins us every week to talk about some underdogs that are that are possibly going to hit. And we've, we've been pretty good with them here so far. Uh, TJ, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. And listen, we had the golden touch for a little while going last Saturday in college football. 100%. Somebody... Somebody had the Arizona State Sun Devils, and and look, uh, it was not exactly a home free there at the very end of the <laughs> no. game with no, Michigan State and all the controversy where they kicked the they kicked the tying field goal only to find out wait a minute we got twelve guys on the field uh, and then they have to re kick it and miss. And now the Pac-12 comes out after the game and says, oh, yeah, one of the Arizona State guys was leaping, and that should have been a 15-yard penalty and first down Michigan State with a chance to run maybe another play or kick a closer field goal. So what a mess at the end of that game. But, hey, it does not matter, Gary Speakers. You had the Sun Devils on Three Dog Thursday, brother. You got that right. You got that right. As a matter of fact, I uh, I had a Sun Devils money line ticket that uh, that worked out rather well for me. So I yeah. believe uh, I believe it did, and and by the way, I had two underdogs in college on college uh, uh, football Saturday that came through with look. They had the weather delay. Iowa State and Iowa. It was it, it was a rock fight for a lot of the game. Oh, what uh, ball, it was man. a lot of growling and a lot of saliva and not a whole lot of football uh, excellence. Ooh. But Iowa won by one, and Iowa State got the cover. So we'll take that one. And I loved BYU at home with uh, Southern Cal with USC, and that was a back-and-forth wild game. And what is it with the Mormons, the fighting the fighting Mormons, the Cougars? They pull out another overtime game. They beat Tennessee in <laughs> overtime. They beat USC in overtime. If it's going to OT, watch out for Brigham Young, boys. That's the, the cardiac Cougars, 100%. And, they're an un- and by the way, they're an underdog again this week with the Washington Huskies at home again. Chris Giannini. What is that? Is that like a five-point line there? Something uh, like that, four or five? It's, uh, it's, it's six. six. It's yeah. six. It's at six? Yes, sir. That's very tantalizing. Tantalizing word of the week. Tantalizing there. BYU maybe again on Three Dog Thursday. We'll find I, out. We're, we're actually looking at the, the spread money right now. There's 86% of the bets on Washington right now. That's a and, good thing and, if you like BYU. And, and the line moved down because it, yeah, it went from I, six and a half down to six with 86%. Did, did the 86% see that BYU beat Southern Cal last week at home and they're at home again? I mean, okay, yeah, whatever. Just, we'll uh, see. We, I think everybody feels like Southern Cal is not a very good football team and that the win wasn't super impressive. Is, no, the, 80, no is, the, 86%, is the 86% aware that Washington blew a game at home to Cal? I mean, yeah. come on. I so uh, it, it all it all factors in here. Uh, we'll see. Listen to me <laughs> sounding like I'm Lavelle Edwards' uh, spokesperson, the late Lavelle yeah, Edwards' swear, spokesperson. Right? But the, the the Brigham Young Cougars, keep an eye on them. You are we'll, uh, we'll you are Kalani Sataki's PR guy. I swear. Yeah, <laughs> potentially, potentially, yes. All right. Now, what else? Do you, what else you got on the mind here? For the, I know you want to talk a little hunker down, you hairy dogs, uh, and Notre that. Dame, right? Believe that. That is. So we got a couple of really big games this week. Yeah. I'm curious your thoughts because we we got some dogs in these, and they're road dogs. Notre Dame, 14 point underdog at Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, night game. You know. Athens has been waiting for a big-time yep. spectacle like this. College game day yep. is going to be there. CBS made it the night game rather than 
you know, they've got one night game a year. It's normally Alabama LSU, but instead they picked Georgia Notre Dame. Notre Dame has a history of getting blown out in these spots, right? Against the, yep. the big time. Can they can they hang at all? I don't know. I don't, I don't know if they have the defense to hang with Georgia. And how about this? In the last five years, Brian Kelly has only been at least a 14-point underdog twice. One of them was the college football playoff game with Clemson last year. How did that work out? Uh, blowout loss. And the other one was a couple of years ago to USC, where I believe they were a 7-point, uh, 17, 17 point underdog. I believe in 2016, and USC wiped them out the year they were 4-8 and eight and covered that line. So it's not often you're getting Notre Dame with this many points, but guys, I am very hesitant with the Irish in that Class A hostile environment, Sanford Stadium. I don't, I don't know that I can go with Notre Dame in this game, guys. Let's, uh, let's talk about another hostile environment. Let's talk about Camp Randall. Ooh. 11 a.m. kick at Wisconsin. Of course, Fox... <laughs> I know they're trying to kill everybody, right? It's a, they uh, they either are going to be starting very early getting lathered yes. up or they're just not going to go to bed while uh, lathered up in Madison. And they've had a bye week. And the last that we saw of Michigan, uh, the Army had them on the ropes and maybe should have landed the knockout punch. Uh, Wisconsin, again, we've talked on your show before with Jonathan Taylor at running back. Each team, the bye week to prepare for this game – very, very interesting. Harbaugh, an underdog in this. What is that line now, Chris? Three. At the time that I we're got, talking, three? I got three. Is it three now? I got three was, on that one. Very an hour ago. Very just, interesting game. And it may, as we get closer to Saturday, it may get bet down a little bit closer there on that. And look, uh, there, there. I think there's more questions about Michigan uh, that need to be answered here. And, and, how, and remember, a year ago, they annihilated Wisconsin at home. And, and Wisconsin has not forgotten that. So let's see. That'll be a big topic on Three Dog Thursday, obviously, this Big Ten showdown. Yeah, you you got that right. Harbaugh, 0-6 against the spread as a dog at Michigan. <laughs> just uh, just tossing that out there. He he is uh, – or sorry, sorry. He is 0-6 straight up. He's 2-4 and four against the spread as an underdog at Michigan. But, uh, but, yeah, that's still not a great spot to be in. Let's uh who do you like? Yeah, tell me tell me some of the things that you're leaning towards looking at for Three Dog Thursday. All right, a couple of other games, Tennessee and Florida. Do not laugh at me. I'm no volunteer. We've covered this on the show before even though I was born in the great volunteer state of Tennessee. I now live in the state of Florida as I joke with you and joke with us all the time. I do not live in the state of confusion. I do live in the state of Florida. <laughs> Huge showdown here. This traditionally has been a close game recently, although Florida won big a year ago. The previous three matchups, uh, actually the previous four matchups before that were all basically one-score games. A couple of them Florida pulled out with last-second touchdowns at home. I think Tennessee may keep this game close. We're going to debate this one a lot. Florida and Tennessee, uh, early start again, noon, Hot, going to be very hot, uh, about 95, dripping wet with humidity for the Vols and the Gators. Uh, and, and Florida, again, going with the two quarterbacks. We believe Dan Mullen's going to play both Kyle Trask and Emory Jones in the game. Let's see what happens. Let's see if Tennessee has a little bounce back, a little swagger in their step after they pounded Chattanooga last week, and they, and they hang in there in the SEC showdown. I, I like it. I like it. NFL gambling picks. Let's jump in. Week number three, 
I went two and four last week. Not good. Went two and three the, the first week. I profited negative $109.09 last week. You went two and two. Lost $18.87. On the season, I am four and seven at minus $167.21. That is negative 3.54 units. You are four and six. You have lost $188.44 at minus 3.77 units. We're going to get it turned around this week. And you know why? Because our buddy Steve F. went nine and one in the Pick'em contest over at winningcureseverything.com. You can also go nine and one, 10 and 0, 8 and 2, whatever it is. You can win this thing. I'm telling you, there's only like 100 entrants, whatever. Now, we can have 500 entrants, whatever it is. Everybody go over and make sure you enter the Pick'em contest. It's free. Put in an email, put in your name. Takes a couple of minutes. You just click through the website, pick the teams you like, the uh, teams you don't like, etc. College games and NFL games. Uh, but yeah, Steve gave me hope, man. I think we're going to get this turned around. I think it starts this week. I think, I think I feel real good about this. I also feel real good because I was down at Tunica last week. After we had made these picks, I went down, actually hit some other games that I didn't have on this list, but Tunica has given me life. Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. You can find more information on them over at tunicatravel.com. they got six incredible sports books and a whole bunch of other stuff going on. When I was down there on Friday night, you know who was playing down there? Who? Joe Nichols and Diamond Rio. Oh, wow. man. Did you go see him? I did not go see him. I actually went into the, into the sports bar and sat and watched Washington State and Houston. But, That's a good game. But I could go see Joe Nichols. Yep. You know, sunny and 75, you know, I'm all over it, all over it. All right, so go to tunicatravel.com, check out all the amazing things they got going on. Their sports books are incredible. We are down there frequently. Go check it out. You can subscribe, of course, if you want to do that. You're watching on YouTube, hit subscribe, leave some comments, tell us what you like, what you don't like, tell us what your picks are for this week, because Lord knows we probably need some help. Put them in the comments section Tell us what you like, what you don't like about the show. Just be kind. We got feelings, guys. We got feelings. You ready to jump into this thing? Yep. How many you got? Five. I got five. There we go. You want to start us off? You let me go first. I never get to go first. <laughs> it's because I got so many damn picks. You got like every 10 minutes every week. All right, roll on. My first public play I'm going to make, I don't like public plays. It goes against everything that I believe that is right, good, and holy with sports gambling. But I'm making this one because I believe in Russell Wilson. And I believe that we have a new Seahawks team. And so I am laying the four points to the New Orleans Saints at minus 110 for $50. All of mine are going to be 50 bucks. I'm going to make it easy for you. All the paperwork you have to do. These 50 are all, bucks at minus 110. All minus 110. I can get down with that. Uh, I also have the Seahawks. Hey, there we go. That's uh, that's minus four at fifty bucks, minus one ten. Seahawks nine and one straight up, eight one and one against the spread as a home favorite of less than a touchdown in their last ten. Uh, the Seahawks last ten as a home favorite in September, ten and zero straight up, seven and three against the spread. Uh, they liked playing at home early in the season. Uh, no, they did not look good against the Bengals. I think they want to remedy that. I think Teddy Bridgewater did not look good last week. They did not get to go back home and work on anything. They have tried to uh, work on Bridgewater and give him a more 
vanilla offense. Uh, it's something that he can run a little easier, and they've had to do it all on the West Coast. Place where maybe you're not super comfortable. They never went back to New Orleans after the Rams game. Uh, I, I like I like the Seahawks here. I think Russell they're Wilson, cover the four. good at football. Very good at football. That's I mean I, very I'm, good I'm, at football. I'm betting on my guy. So I'm I'm with you. I've got fifty bucks on on that at minus one ten as well. All right, I'll move to the next one. My next two picks are going to have a lot in common, and they're basically I don't think either one of these teams are good. And the majority of the country think they're really good. I'm going to go down to Indianapolis. Okay. My Colts looking good. I think they're better than people think they are. I don't think that they're hurt too bad by losing Andrew Luck. And the Falcons, who I watched on Sunday Night Football, look like crap. (laughs) I mean, they just did. If Julio Jones wasn't the absolute freakishly freakish monster that he is, it's a garbage football team. They don't, look right. good. they don't look good at all. They will come to Indy, and I don't know that Indy's going to be able to contain Julio because I don't know anybody can, but, but let him get a few, just like everybody else lets him get a few, and then shut everyone else down, just like everybody else has kind of done so far. That's true. And, and Matt Ryan is containable. He's going to give you a couple of picks. That's what he's done so far. Yeah. And, and the Colts' offense, oh, man. This offensive line likes to bully people around. That they want to play in a phone booth. They are. They they want to push you around. They want to hurt you. And and they're nasty. They're good. They're really good in the trenches. They are so nasty. Which is mean whoever plays quarterback for them doesn't have the weight of the world on his shoulders. They can all be successful. Yeah. I like this Colts team. It's minus one and a half. Man, I I I feel like I'm out on an island with the Colts and the way I feel about them right now. But, dude, I, I think this team has came together behind the we just lost our, our leader, and, and now we don't have a leader. We're just all in this together, and we're all going in the same direction. And I, I'm buying in, and it could be fool's gold, and the Falcons go in there and beat their butt. But I need to see the Falcons beat somebody because they beat the Eagles. I mean, that makes sense. That makes sense. How much you got on that one? 50 bucks on all these, minus one team. 50, oh, 50 on all of them. 50 on all of them, make it easy on you. 50 on all of them, minus one team. Okay. Next one up for me, and we're going to make this simple. The Titans have owned the Jaguars. Minus one and a half on Thursday night, which is when this is actually coming out. Titans minus one and a half at the Jags. Thursday, Jacksonville won five and one against the spread, one and six straight up against the Titans. In the last seven appearances, I, I think the Titans are disgusted by how they played against the Colts. They always come out pissed off after they play the Colts because they always look like trash against the Colts. Jaguars, rookie quarterback, coming back home. They probably should have had that win against the um, against the Texans last week. I like Gardner Minshew, but man, in this spot... Like, I, I think Derrick Henry goes crazy. I think they get the ball to A.J. Brown. I think Marcus Mariota shows up. He always seems to against Jacksonville, even when he doesn't, even when he's not playing. I mean, Blaine Gabbert beat him last year. Like, you know, like it, there's just all sorts of things going on here. The Titans love this spot. I'm putting $150 on at minus 110. And, man, I hope I hit that thing on Thursday night. <laughs> I feel good about it. Otherwise, I wouldn't be putting it down. But, man, I think I think the Titans have the Jags number. 
I think the Jags, with all the chemistry stuff going on with Jalen Ramsey, uh, you know, I think I think there's just some stuff going on there. They may not be fully focused on this. And short week after traveling to Houston, yeah, I know you're going to be at home, but man, let let's go. Okay, let's go. Titans minus one and a half. Second half of that Sunday night debacle. I, I'm the Lions are going to Philadelphia. Phillies played two games. First game, they did everything they could to try to give it to Washington. Washington, I don't believe, is a good football team. No. They played like crap for the first half. Now, they came out, second half, played like gangbusters. But they go down to Atlanta, and they try to give that game away. They do successfully give the game away. Best quarterback on the team was Josh McCown. And he got pulled because Carson's their guy. And, and it didn't matter that McCown had led them all the way down the field, and they were in the red zone, and they were about to score. They pull him. They put Boy Wonder back in because it's his team. I understand that. And he th- makes three bad throws, misses everybody, and they settle for a field goal. They end up losing this game. Yeah. Now they got Detroit coming to their town. Detroit is not a great football team, but they are a tough football team built a whole lot like the Colts have been rebuilt. Tough offensive line, tough defensive line. I think that means Detroit is going to be close in every football game that they play. I got six and a half points. In the NFL, you got almost a touchdowns a lot. Yeah. And and I'm just going to say, I, I don't know that Detroit can win the game, but I, I don't know that they can't win it either. I don't you, know. You I, I need to see the Eagles actually play somebody and and play real well. Give me Give me 60 minutes of football. But right now, I'm going to take all these points. Lions plus six and a half for $50. I think I like it. Next one up for me, I'm going to roll to Buffalo. Now, I know that this is your boys. You started this. That's right. I don't like the Bengals at all. I think week one in Seattle, maybe caught, caught the Seahawks sleeping a little bit, maybe. You know, opening of the season – you know, get the jitters out a little bit, maybe something like that. Uh, or maybe just knock some rust off. But the Bengals showed up back at home and got it handed to them by the 49ers. The Bills, six-point favorite, less than a touchdown. They're at home, eight and two straight up, six, three, and one against the spread, their last ten as a home favorite. And that's with a not terribly good football team for a long time. But they cover. I think they're they good cover as home now. favorites. I think they are a real good uh, uh, home team now. They're a real good team, just period. I would say uh, they've got two wins, two road teams, two road games. Yeah, uh, Sean McDermott, fantastic coach. He's got this defense playing lights out. Uh, Josh Allen, surprisingly good. I mean, they they got playmakers all across the field. They, their skill position is significantly upgraded with guys that you just don't even know. Yeah, and it's or guys that used to be somebody and are now, yeah. you know, somebody. Like Frank again. Gore, like what? I mean, that, that dude scored a touchdown last week. Like, yeah, good gracious. Um, yeah, I'm I'm surprised by this Bills team. I like them a lot here. I don't like Cincinnati. I think they will be out coached, out played, out physical, out everything here. I think they're going to have a tough time scoring this week. Uh, give me the Bills minus the six for fifty bucks at minus one ten. A team that's a lot like the Bills. San Francisco 49ers won the first two games on the road. Crossing the country, playing 1 o'clock games, 
and and they go in, they come out two and zero. They get to go yep. home opener. That place is going to be excited. They're going to be rocking. Hey man, we haven't had a team this good in a long time. Things are looking up in San Francisco. Who do we have coming in? The lame, limping Steelers. 0-2, lost their quarterback, lost the, the best leader on the team. Ownership, everybody said Big Ben is our leader. We're all behind him. Well, now he's gone. Who's leading him now? Mike Tomlin? Mike Tomlin hadn't led him in a while. I, you know, I don't know what's going on there. I think there are problems in Pittsburgh, and I think that uh, Kyle Shanahan has things finally rolling in in San Francisco right now. I have been waiting for several years since Kyle got this head coaching job to see this Kyle Shanahan offense and to see this team be able to play at the at the way he has envisioned it all along. Now it's taken a couple of years to get it there because they were real bad and they had to build the line. They had to get some skill players. They got Jimmy G. Jimmy G got hurt. Everybody looks healthy. Everybody looks really good. It's a, it's a touchdown game at six and a half points. That's that's not insignificant. But I really, really like this 49ers team a lot. Okay, okay. 50 bucks on that. I got the other way. I got the Steelers at plus seven earlier. So if it is six and a half, just buy the, the half point. Take it to seven. Touchdown means a whole lot in the NFL world. So buy it back to seven if you got to. Um, but I got it at plus seven at minus 110. I'm putting 50 bucks on it. San Francisco, one and 15 against the spread in their last 16 as a home favorite. The Steelers look pretty good with Mason Rudolph. I think they still got playmakers. I think this defense is looking to make a point here. I think they want to come out and play for something, right? I want that they want to come out and show that they weren't just Ben Roethlisberger. I don't know that they win the game, but I don't. I don't think that Ben Roethlisberger was a seven-point difference quarterback. I know that that's kind of weird to say. I get that, but this bunch likes Mason Rudolph. Like this team really likes Mason Rudolph. And I think that they'll play for him. I think that they will play for Mike Tomlin and that bunch. Um, I, think I this just is don't a- know how good this team is. That offensive line was supposed to be good. Not good first two weeks. That defense yeah. was supposed to be really good this year. Everybody, that's all it the all season talking about. It looked great. That, they're not good. They're not good. That's, we'll we'll, that's we'll it. see, but it seems like it is too easy of a spot to have the 49ers after Ben Roethlisberger goes out and gets hurt. Seven, right. seven points is a lot. It is a lot. And that's why I'm saying I'm taking the dog here. Okay. So I, I'll roll with the Steelers on this one. 50 bucks at minus 110. Uh, let's see. What have we got? You got you got one more and I got I've one got more. one more. All right, go, go right ahead. My last game, I'll be at this game. I'll be in attendance. The NFL has not come to a primetime Sunday night, Monday night football game, game of the week. In a long time. Now they're coming to Cleveland. It's about damn time. <laughs> Cleveland got the rust knocked off a little bit last week against the Jets. Not a good football team. Fully understand that. And they have the NFC champs coming to town in the Rams. This is a really well-coached team. Man, they are good at every aspect of the game. 
Yes. Browns struggle on the offensive line. Somehow, some way, they can't get the offense to seem to continue to roll. They can't put drives together. I have no earthly idea how this is going to happen. But I believe in my brownies. I believe with all that I have that things happen on prime time that just don't happen at other point in times in the games. They just don't. Cleveland is going to be crazier than they've been in a long time. They're going to show up. This will be the most hostile environment the Rams play in the entire season. Okay. I, I think can... the Browns take them plus, two, uh, plus three. Yep. And I think the Browns can win the game. 50 bucks at minus 115? Yep. I like it. I like it a lot. I, I got one more here. And this will wrap us up. Uh, of course, before TJ hops in. The Panthers. Traveling to Arizona, the Cardinals are plus three right now, um, and it was pulled down from some boards because they don't know if Cam Newton's going to play, et cetera. I don't think it matters here. 50 bucks at minus 120. The Panthers are one and five straight up and against the spread. Uh, the last six as a road favorite, one and nine straight up, two and eight against the spread in their last 10 games overall. The Cardinals have shown that they could score. Look, I think the Ravens are a significantly better football team than the Panthers. And they went in and they hung with the Ravens. I don't think that Carolina can score the way that the Ravens can score. And Arizona was able to, to hold the Ravens down a little bit. I like Kyler Murray here. I like the, the Cardinals looking to get a big-time home win. They, they are, what, 0-1-1 right now? This is where they get the win. I got 50 bucks on them at plus three. I got 25 bucks on them at the plus 120 because it's always better to have the points just as insurance, right? But I, I think they win the game outright. So plus 120, 25 bucks. Give me that all day. That pays out, what, 30 bucks? I'm in with it. As always, you go over to winningcureseverything.com, go up to the gambling picks section. You can see our picks for the week. You can see what we've done for the entire season. You can see what we've done for the three years that we've been doing this before this season. We're in our fourth football season. We've been fairly successful. Pretty successful, really. Um, I mean, Chris hit 62% last year. That's ridiculous. Year before that also. Yeah. sixty Over 60% 60 two straight years against the spread. That's nuts in the NFL. So go check it out for yourself. Go enter the Pick'em Contest. Uh, if you're on YouTube, hit subscribe. If you're on Apple Podcast, hit subscribe. Leave a nice review. Leave some comments. Share the show out with your buddies. All that wonderful stuff. We appreciate you guys for watching. We're going to get into, right now, an interview with our good friend from the Three Dog Thursday podcast, Mr. TJ Reeves, the Tampa Bay Bucks sideline reporter. He's going to talk about some of these NFL games as well. All right, we've got TJ Reeves here, Three Dog Thursday podcast. You can find him on Twitter at BuckSidelineGuy. TJ, let's talk NFL. Let's talk, first off, a big-time underdog last week. Your Tampa Bay Buccaneers go into Carolina, get the big win. You know, a touchdown underdog, whatever it was, six-and-a-half-point underdog, come out with a straight-up victory Chris and I were looking at the NFC South odds right now, and mm. I, I just want to get you know your take on this. Right now, could I interest you in plus twelve hundred? A ten dollar bet will win you one hundred twenty bucks. 
on the Bucks. On the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in this division right now, the way it looks. I, I, I love it because, I mean, what a difference a week makes because Cam Newton, uh, I saw it at field level. I don't know what's going on with him. I mean, one of the things I observed, guys, and we'll see if this gets better, that surgically repaired shoulder, he looks like he is laboring to throw the ball hard down the field. I'm not saying he can't get zip on it, but he's having to get some momentum, a little arse into the throws. He's, he's having to wind it up a little bit. So I'm concerned about the shoulder. Uh, he didn't look great. He I'm, had 26 more, incompletions. Yeah. I'm more he concerned 20... about him all as encompassing. I, I thought after that Bucks game, I thought he was done. Like, well, done. I don't know that he finishes the season, and I don't know that he plays football after this year. Interesting. Wow. Talk about going out there. Uh, you know, look, uh, he's not mobile, and he no. had 26 incompletions. So you got Carolina, and I know they're a road favorite against Arizona, but my Buccaneers, huge effort to go in there and find a way to win. Defense showed up large. Bucks have only allowed one touchdown on defense in the first two games. So you're right. I mean, with Breeze injured with the injured thumb in the Rams game, with Cam Newton and what's going on with him, uh, yes, Atlanta won, but they had to hang on oh, Sunday night to I, win. It, the South will be wide open. I was going to say, I'm not sold on this Atlanta team at all, at all. That was an ugly game by both teams. Neither one of them wanted to win that game. The Falcons threw three interceptions, tried to give it away. I, I think the most complete team is the Saints, but without Breeze at the helm, I think you guys got just as much of a fighting chance, and everybody else has terrible odds. Yeah, I would. I'm, I'm gonna take plus twelve hundred and just see what happens. I trust well, Bruce really, Arians over everybody else. Well, I trust Todd Bowles over everybody. I mean, that's, and remember, and remember, in uh, in uh, almost pattern form, it always seems to be a team that finished last that turns around and wins the division. The Bucks were the last place team last year, but I mean, year after year after year, yeah, that was a trend for a while. Being, yeah, it looks like five years in a row the last place team won the division. So maybe it is the Buccaneers' year-long season. Said that last week on the show. 14 more games to go. Breeze will be back healthy. Maybe Cam Newton gets it together. There's going to be some knockdown, dragout games. I still would not be surprised if two NFC South teams are again in the playoffs, the division winner, and one of the wildcard teams is a South team. Let's see how it shakes out. Now let's talk about a, uh, a couple of big games in the NFL before I, I get some leans and, and what we're looking at on Three Dog Thursday for, uh, for this week. Uh, first game, of course, the biggest game of the weekend, the Ravens, a seven-point dog at the Chiefs. Uh, that line may have actually moved down to like six and a half. Either way, seven point, six and a half, whatever it is. Uh, Ravens, you know, that's a pretty big number against a good defense and a really explosive offense this year. It, is there a lot to Lamar Jackson against Patrick Mahomes here, you think? I think there is. Has anybody, I'm, I'm calling it out on your show, has anybody heard from Bill Polian, by the way, off of ESPN, <laughs> the former Colts and Bills executive, who wanted Lamar Jackson to be a wide receiver at the Combine a year and a half ago? Has anybody heard a peep from him at this point? I'm not saying Lamar Jackson is going to be one of the all-time greats and a Hall of Famer, but he has silenced the critics and the doubters with the way that he's thrown the football. Yeah. And this is a fascinating game. And look, I went against the Chiefs on Three Dog Thursday last week. If only I could have just kept the first quarter with the Raiders up 10 nothing. Then they played the second quarter, and Mahomes put four touchdown passes on them. Uh, it was just a wild 
uh, a second quarter turn of events there in Kansas City is so explosive, even without Tyreek Hill. This will be this will be a fun game, and that is a game I'm looking at. But Kansas City at home for the first time in this game. I, I don't know about the Ravens there going into Arrowhead. So, so I, I got to tell you this, just because you don't, we haven't been friends that long, TJ. Uh, my my boy sitting next to me, he was one of those guys that were saying he should run the forty <laughs> as a receiver and he should try out. And Gary's been doubting him all this time, even after week one. He was, Gary. oh, he's just a dolphin. No, 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 no. I've I've been singing his praises. You're talking to a guy that grew up hating, despising the Ravens, and now. Right. He is building that bridge. He's torn down that wall. I am all in on Lamar Jackson. Gary, Gary, can I just help you here? The guy is getting better throwing the football, and he's only 22 years old. Yeah, let me say again. I understand. He's 22. I know. Yeah. I know. And they they have tailor made that <laughs> offense for him. They they gave him speed on the outside. They gave him a the perfect tight end for this offense, and they're they're still letting him run and, and move around and, and move the pocket, right? But. He's 8-2 as a starter since he took over last season, including the playoff loss. The reason, he's 8-2 now as a starter, that's, so that's looking that's good. That's fine. That's great. The reason that I was doubting him is every time he went up against a better defense, like a, a really good defense when he was in college, his accuracy was complete crap. He was throwing picks to every. I mean, against Mississippi State, against Kentucky, against Clemson. Again, I'm telling you, that Clemson game with him and Watson went down to the very last second, and the receiver for Louisville ran out of bounds at like the one yard line. If he dives for the end zone, we see Clemson doesn't make the playoff that year. They don't go undefeated. Lamar gets all the praise and we forget about who Watson is. So much in history changes because his receiver, the talent that he had at Louisville was just trash compared to what he's got. uh, For the audience on the Winning Cheers podcast, I am not in the studio with them as a referee to stand between them right now on this subject. They've seen this numerous times. I don't know that Lamar Jackson is going to have a great overall year, and maybe he struggles some in this game. It's, it's deafening at, at Arrowhead when the Chiefs are, are rolling. I've been there on multiple occasions. The place shakes. It literally shakes. We'll see how he does it. He played there last year. That was uh, the one regular season loss, I believe, was last year to Kansas City in Kansas City uh, for Lamar Jackson in the rookie year. Let's see. Let's see what it looks like on Sunday. But so far, so good for he and the uh, and the Ravens. Now let's let's talk about a home dog really quick. Yep. Sunday night football. The Rams are going to Cleveland. It's the first uh-huh. prime time game in uh-huh. a decade. Browns uh-huh. plus three right uh-huh. now. Hey, y- your boy Giannini over here is actually going to be in the stadium. I'll be there. Way, way. You are on locale, O-O-L, on location yes, in the sir. dog pound coming for Sunday Night Football. Uh, look, uh, that's a game I'm looking heavily at on Three Dog Thursday on coming up on the podcast with the Browns getting points at home. I know the Jets are terrible, uh, but the Browns, the Browns defense, that front seven looked solid. We know Mayfield can sling it. Uh, the Rams got to come cross-country again after an emotional tough win with the Saints. Came cross-country first week with the, with the uh, Panther win in Charlotte. Came all the way back home. Come across the country again for Monday night football. Get the extra day for the travel. But I, I am looking at this 
strongly for Cleveland at home for Three Dog Thursday purposes with Baker Mayfield and company back home. All right, now before we let you go, give us some other leans. What, where are we looking for Three Dog Thursday for your podcast on Thursday when we, it comes out? Where, uh, well, what we, we mentioned at? We look at, we're looking at the Atlanta Falcons. We mentioned them. They're getting points at Indianapolis. Chris, what do you have that at? Like two, two one, and a half one here and this half. week? One and, a half. one and a half, something like that. I know the Colts. Look, if the Colts could play the uh, the Titans they, every game, they'd be fourteen and two every year. The thing <laughs> is, they aren't playing the Titans this week. I know it's a home opener for them after the first two on the road. Atlanta, though, with Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley, I think Atlanta might be able to sneak that game. Uh, we, we'll see. That's one that I'm looking at. Uh, you, you mentioned Cam Newton, speaking of the South. You mentioned Cam Newton and the Panthers going all the way west to Arizona as a favorite off the 10-day rest. And Arizona's shown explosive offense in the first two weeks with Tyler Murray. That's another one that we're going to take a strong look at on Three Dog Thursday. And by the way, uh, the great NFL analyst, uh, Charles Davis of uh, the NFL on Fox, who worked the Dallas Cowboy game last week, their win over the Redskins. He's working the game this week, Dolphins and Cowboys. He will be a guest giving us some NFL insight on Three Dog Thursday this week, boys. Very nice. Very nice. All right, so everybody make sure, go follow him on Twitter, uh, at Buck Sideline Guy. Make sure you go and subscribe to the Three Dog Thursday podcast. TJ, we always appreciate you being here. We will see you again next week. I always love being with you boys. I'm hoping for another Buccaneer win against the rookie quarterback, Daniel Jones, because as you guys know, winning cures everything. I'll take back-to-back Buck wins. Thank you, boys. Absolutely. Be good, buddy. All right, we appreciate TJ for being here. Go check out the Three Dog Thursday podcast if you would. Go check out winningcureseverything.com. Go to tunicatravel.com. See all the wonderful things that Tunica, Mississippi has to offer for you. Go visit the Delta. It's a good time down there. I'm telling you. Good time. All right, let's hope for some winners. Losing doesn't solve anything, but you guys know winning cures everything. We'll see you guys again next week. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com, or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at ChrisBGiannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, Did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? 
We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to trylifemd.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.